0: Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So here we find ourselves, right? Right before, kind of on, you know, a couple weeks till Lent. Here it is, we finished Ba'utha. We finished all this this spiritual exercises, the spiritual meditations, the spiritual fasting in which we realize that we are completely dependent upon God, right? And here it is that we're still getting these lessons from God on humility. We're getting these lessons on God from humility to realize just how low we are, just how much we need Him, just how much we are in the sight of His, in that, in reality, if we really were to kind of see ourselves the way God sees ourselves, we should be seen as dirt. Nothing more than dirt, right? Here it is, we're close to the ground. If you remember previous homilies, to be humble comes from the Latin word which means humus, which means low to the ground, which means if we were really to see ourselves as the way God sees us, we're nothing. Yet, we know that's not how God sees us. We know that God sees us as his beloved children, right? But in reality, we really don't deserve much without him. And so here it is that we're receiving these lessons, these spiritual lessons, and today we receive the story of John the Baptist. John the Baptist, who we are told in an account, right? Here is John the Baptist, who's baptizing people, and Jesus meets him and And there he's kind of baptizing across the river. And what happens? His disciples come up to him and he says, Hey, remember the one you bore witness to, the one you talked about, the one you were speaking so highly of? Here he is also baptizing. And guess what? More followers now are going to him. He's taking your followers. As a disciple of John the Baptist, they're upset. They're confused. They don't want for their master to be kind of put close to the ground. They don't want for their master to be kind of embarrassed. They don't want their master to be seen as second, right? There are those who are coming from all around Israel to be baptized by John the Baptist. But John the Baptist continuously says, I know my place. I know who I am. I know what it is that I was sent to do. And I am not the one that you are looking for, but I am the one who's preparing the way of the one that you are looking for. I'm preparing you. I'm preparing you. My friends, the way in which we prepare to receive more and more of God's graces in our life, to receive more and more of God in our life, is to receive... That highest of virtues, virtues is this good thing that you do over and over again, right? That becomes second nature to us. To receive this good virtue, and what's called the queen of all virtues, or the foundation of all virtues, and that virtue is humility. Why is it the queen of all virtues? Because the worst of all sins is pride. What's put us in this position that we need Jesus Christ on a daily basis is that we continuously fall into sin because we think we are better than God, because we think we know what is better for ourselves than God knows, more so than what God knows is good for us. And so we continue to act out of pride. We continue to act out of ourselves. We continue to act out of selfishness, out of self love. We continue to say, me, 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 me continue to act out of pride. What was it that made Adam fall? Pride. Adam and Eve fell because they believed they they could know as much as God knows. We too fall because of pride. We too think we are better than others. We too think we are better than God at times in our life. Humility brings us close to the ground so we realize what we truly are so that we realize how dependent we are upon God. And again, if you remember, that is why we fast during these holy days. That is why we pray. And if you remember those those great prayers of Ba'utha, Here I am, Lord, I am not worthy to even eat the scraps that fall off your table, yet you continuously give me more. Jesus Christ, each and every day, is teaching us these lessons of humility, and today we grab these lessons of humility from John the Baptist. What is our goal as Christians? John tells us, he says this kind of very strange thing, right? He says he, he relates Jesus to kind of this wedding, right? It doesn't quite make sense for us who are hearing it today. He relates Jesus to this wedding, and John says, the only thing that I am is the friend of the groom, the bridegroom. Here is this wedding imagery. God is so close to his people, at times in the Bible it's described as a wedding as a wedding, where God is the groom, the bridegroom, and His people is the bride. And so here is God who wants to enter into a union with us, and yet how often in the Bible do we hear that His people go against, that His people forget who He is, that His people go off and worship other gods whether it's the God that's going to bring them money, whether it's the God that's going to bring them good farming season, whether it's the God that's going to save them from X, Y, and Z, whatever it might be. How often do His people become unfaithful to Him? Do they cheat against Him? And yet, God still wants to enter into this. And so, John the Baptist tells us that Jesus is now the groom. He is the bridegroom. His bride, the church. He is nothing more than the best man. Now, the best man in Jewish culture would have been the one who put together the wedding, would have been the one who sent out the invites, would have been the one who is in charge of the wedding feast, and most importantly was the one, who as John says, he hears the voice of the groom, and he rejoices because it's complete. The most important thing for a best man to do was at the end of the night, he would guard where the room it was, that the bride was staying. He would guard it. And it would be nighttime, he couldn't see much, but he would guard it against anyone false, a false lover who was to come through. and Anyone false, he would not allow to enter into the bride's room. But in the darkness, he would hear the true voice, the voice of the groom. And after the groom enters into the, the bridal chamber, the bridal room, then he can go off knowing that all of his tasks were completed for the day that he has brought together the bride and the bridegroom. He doesn't go away in jealousy, even though John could have been jealous at Jesus for taking all his followers. Not at all. But he goes off joyful. Joyful knowing that he has brought the bride and the bridegroom together. My friends, as Christians, this is our ultimate goal. We cannot do it without the help of God, without the help of growing in our own humility. Our goal is to bring others to Jesus using your gifts. Bring others to Jesus using your gifts. That is the goal. That's what John the Baptist does. That's what he wants all of us to do. So here is John the Baptist who says to us that the way in which to grow in humility, and there are two things we can take away from this, the way in which we grow in humility in this realizing that we are nothing without God is first and foremost, as he tells the disciples, he never expected anything else than to be lower than Jesus. He never expected anything else than to be lower than Jesus. My friends, for us, for us who are sitting here today, humility begins with this mindset to do what God has put before you and sometimes to realize that certain things are not meant for us. Certain things are not meant for us. What, is it? what do I mean by that, right? Right? St. Therese of the Little Flower used to say, right here is this beautiful spirituality of this young nun, and she used to say that the way in which you really follow the will of God is to do these small things that God has given you, but to do them with great love and as they come about. These things that seem very small to us, these daily routines of life, you really think some, I really think sometimes people get stuck in this, well, here I am, at this, I'm not really happy and fulfilled in my job, you know, I wish I could get to this area, then I'll be fulfilled, if I get only get to this, then everything in life will be complete. Then I can carry out the will of God. No. The will of God is what you do each and every day when you go to work. When you think you're trapped in a non-fulfilling career or whatever it might be, you have the opportunity, whether or not you know, you're an astronaut or whether or not you're a janitor, you have the opportunity to do things with great love. To do what has been set before you with great love. But how do we do it with great love? How do we do it with great love? St. Paul says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. A lot of times, we think of humility as this thing that just kind of puts us down and all all religion is, is, making making yourself feel bad about yourself and pushing yourself to the side. It's not what humility is. Humility is the more I empty myself, the more I train for Christianity, the more I find my fulfillment in God, the more I know who God is, the more I am my true self. The more I know my true self. So find fulfillment in what it is that you're doing today. Don't wait till you reach this stage in your life, but each and every day, you have the ability to make an impact. You have the ability to see your work as completing something humble before God, right? Second, no man can receive more than God has given him. No man can receive more than God has given him. This is what he tells us. And I love this very simple faith. God gives, God takes. God gives, God takes. It's not that Jesus was stealing his disciples. It's that God was giving Jesus more disciples. A lot of times in our social media world, what I want us to realize is this. We don't realize it sometimes, but in our social media world, we constantly compare ourselves to others, right? We constantly compare ourselves to others, and social media makes us forget of the blessings that God has given us. It makes us forget. Right? Here we are. Someone else has more success than us. Someone else is doing better than than us. Someone else has a better life than us. Someone else seems to just kind of uh, have had a better gathering, a better wedding, a better party, better kids, better job, better spouse... I right, was taking a picture of their food, look at the food that I'm eating, I don't know why that's ever a thing, right, vacation, blah, 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 all these things, right? It makes us to forget that we have blessings in our life, that God has given us everything for you to be joyful here and now. But we forget the blessings that He gives us. We continuously forget the blessings that He gives us. Why does this person have more likes than I do? Why don't I have the life this person has? The phone has made it even more worse. Fifteen years ago, this was not a thought. You could go home, you wouldn't know anything, right? You go home, you wouldn't know anything until the next day when you went to work or you went to a gathering and someone else told you about it. Now it's constantly in your hands and you are constantly living in this way where it's like, man, my life is nothing. All this anxiety, all this depression that comes because of ourselves because we don't realize it. But we're constantly comparing ourselves to others. And then what happens? We build in resentment. We don't love the other person, but we grow in pride. That's why we gossip. We want to put down the others that we think are living a better life than we are. My brothers and sisters, the only way we can grow in humility is if we pray for the ones that we are jealous of, the ones that we hold resentment towards, and if we thank God for everything that He gives us in our life. I want us, as we go towards Lent, So let's build on these practices of humility, to build on these practices of of defeating our pride, to let Jesus in more and more. I want us first off, again, to pray for those that we find it hard to accept for their success, or whatever it might be, to be happy for them. Second, to thank God for ten things, this is going to be hard, but ten things in your life each and every day, even if they're the same thing each and every day, to wake up with that mindset. My God, I am thankful for my life. I am thankful for this house. I am thankful for my family. I am thankful for my friends, my job. Keep going on and on and on. Recognize what God has given you. Recognize that what he gives you, you are able to really take pride in, right? pride in a good sense, so that you can use it to bring others to Jesus. The happier you are, the more people will see And the more they'll say, I want a piece of that happiness. What is the secret to that happiness? And that is Jesus. But we can only see Jesus in humility. Pray for others. Thank God. Amen.